Sex Chat with Kim Ayers is proudly sponsored by Cal Exotics, the world's first woman-owned adult pleasure products manufacturer, the Magic Wand, the longtime favorite massager of millions, and NAS Toys, providing your sexual pleasure from head to toe. All of our fabulous sponsors' products are available at grandopening.com. Hey, thanks for joining me on Sex Chat with yours truly, Kim Ayers. This episode is kind of special because, you know, I like to walk the walk and talk the talk. And like I like to say, when it comes to buying sex toys, well, you wouldn't buy a book from an illiterate bookseller, would you? So I've got a lot of stories And I'm going to share a few with you on this episode of Sex Chat. So just to kind of give you a little bit of a lead in, I don't usually like to share what I do with people when I meet them because it can lead to expectations and assumptions and the question of, which I've heard a thousand times, you must have crates of sex toys, right? And then they're like, can I test them with you? And I'm like, yeah, no, I've heard that before. And I usually answer, yeah. And, and so I always kind of like keeping myself under wraps. And this is, you know, when I'm meeting somebody that I've never met before, and obviously somebody that doesn't know me or what I do. Because like I said, there's so many assumptions and just things like, oh, I could never live up to your expectation. But it's like, you know what? No, everybody is a different adventure. So with all that in mind, mm, the stories I have are pretty damn hot. And no, they're not erotic fiction. They are erotic reality. So here we go. Um, Well, I want to admit one thing that maybe you don't know about me. I'm actually a hardcore baseball fan. Yeah, my favorite team is my beloved Red Sox. I lived in Boston 26 years. That's, you know... I'm so hardcore of a Red Sox fan that I even sport a tattoo of the team's logo on my forearm with the years that I've seen them win the World Series. Yeah, that hardcore. Yes, it's got the years on it. It's like my Red Sox tattoo. I'm so proud of it. So years ago, when I was living in Boston, the Sox were playing their arch rivals. You know who they are, the New York Yankees. For a five-game series over a weekend at Fenway, there was like a rain date that needed to be made up and a doubleheader. I mean, it was a lot of games right there. So five games over a weekend. So they wanted to make up for these games, you know, that were, like I said, that was rained out and stuff um, with a doubleheader. And so basically, they were playing a lot of baseball. That year, unbelievably, I hadn't been to Fenway yet. And I desperately wanted to see the Yankees at Fenway. But the tickets always with Red Sox Yankees are prohibitively expensive to witness the annual matchups of these two longtime rivals. So what did this enterprising whore do? Mm, Simple. I placed an ad on Craigslist that read, We'll trade sex for Red Sox Yankees tickets. It continued. We all know the Yankees suck, but good news for you. So do I. Yes, yes, yes. So I hit the post button and a couple minutes later, the responses came in fast and furious with the first one reading, I can get you tickets for these games and others, 
but you can't say who you got the tickets from. Sure, okay. Now, rule number one on the internet is never use your real name, okay? I googled the name only to find out that he was the Red Sox bullpen catcher. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll trade sex for tickets with that guy, especially since he was half my age. <laughs> I ended up getting a pair of tickets for two of the games that weekend. And payback was definitely my pleasure, especially since the Sox won the two games I got the tickets for. Another response I got, yeah, because, you know, I got a lot of responses on that post, let me tell you. Another response I got was from a guy who was in town for business, and he wasn't even going to be in town for the Monday game that the tickets that he was, that the company was giving him, so he was going to give them away. He asked if we could meet at the hotel bar first to see if there was any attraction. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So we met at the bar of the Westin and enjoyed each other's company over a cocktail. Mm. And then, of course, after one drink, the first thing he could think of was taking me to his room. Ooh, yeah. I was one step closer to getting my elusive Red Sox Yankees tickets. Yes. So we got up to his room and he clicked on the TV to provide a background distraction while we both got comfortable. And then the typical conversation began. You know, I'm always interested in where people are from. And when he mentioned New Jersey, my ears perked up even more because, well, New Jersey is the state where I was born and grew up. Yeah. The response I use when I learn from somebody else from New Jersey is, hey, what exit are you from? Yeah, I know New Jersey well, and I usually get pretty close to the number that they give me that they're referencing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And people are like, wow, you really do know New Jersey. Yeah, I do. It's a great place to be from. So he says, well, there's really no major exit there. And I kind of looked at him puzzled and I said, so where? And he said, Ringo's. Yeah, there's a town called Ringo's. And I said, whoa, that's where I was born, huh? Small world. We shared stories about the town and we had moved away from there when I was only five. So that was, you know, in my memory for sure. Well, then, you know, after the small talk, we kind of made our way to the bed to anxiously start our escapades. And what comes on the TV? Well, in 2003, HBO released a one-hour feature called Real Sex Presents Porn 101 Extra Credit about the first in the country amateur porno film festival that I founded. That was my show. I started in 2000. Yes, it's true. Pioneer. It was back in the VHS days. All that good stuff. I had a bunch of customers in the store ask the same question. They said, you know, it's always been my fantasy to see me having sex up on the big screen. And I thought, well, I can make that happen. I had been showing porno movies at the local art house movie theater. So I thought, yeah, sure, let's let's have you live your fantasy. So I thought it would be a fluke. So the film called You Ought to Be in Pictures was held on leap year in the year 2000 because I thought it would be a one-off. Well, it sold out. 600 seats. And everybody's like, you're going to do this next year, right? So it became an annual event. After the second year, HBO found out about it and they wanted to do a segment on the program Real Sex, which was quite popular at the time. Well, the single segment ended up being an entire one-hour feature that aired on HBO for quite a while. And it happened to be airing at the exact same time in the hotel room with this guy. 
the feature on TV, it starts with me talking about the show. And I looked at it and I gasped. I put my hand over my mouth just like that. And then I pointed to the TV. And he looks at the TV and he goes, oh, my God, that's you. And I responded, yeah, I know. Yeah. So it kind of like blew my cover a little bit, so to speak. And then it like wasn't a big deal. Thank God. So he didn't have to realize that he was star fucking. Got out of that one. So we had a great time. And both he and the baseball guy, we are still in touch. And this is many, many years ago. So, you know, there's one time stands, you know, they can actually last for a long time. So that's a good thing. But you know what? There was this other guy who responded to my ad who didn't have tickets for the Red Sox-Yankees game. But he said he could give me a ticket to another game. Like I said, I'm a hardcore Boston Red Sox fan. So, yeah, I'll take a free ticket to a game at Fenway anytime, even if I have to, like, trade sex for a ticket. Well, all I really wanted to do was to, like, fuck or do a blowjob or what have you to get a ticket from this guy. But he apparently thought it was going to be a date. All right. Now, there's a big difference between the two for me, my friends. Well, one, you know, it's like a date means like I have to hang out with you and I might not want to do that. But like just having a quick round of, you know, blowjob or fucking, I mean, that's fine. Give me my ticket and I'm leaving. But anyway, he wanted a date. So I thought, well, not being one to renege on a deal. I met him near the bleacher entrance and we made our way to the seats. And, you know, I tried to ignore him as much as I could without being too obvious as to what I was doing. I just wanted to watch the fucking game. It's just I didn't want to be his date. But anyway, when it was over, I went to his place and I did my obligatory fuck session without putting down too much energy and stuff. But let me tell you, it doesn't take much to satisfy a guy. <laughs> One and done in this case for sure. And I got to see the game. But you know what? The team that the Red Sox played that night with that guy with like the fake date, it was Kansas City. I mean... I put out for Kansas City. I mean, that's what I do for the Yankees. Kansas City, dude, you're lucky if you get a hand job with spit. Oh, I'll tell you. Live and learn, they say, right? So, hey, got any spare tickets for the Red Sox at Fenway? Just let me know. Here's another story about saying yes to an adventurer. Mm-hmm. So I had one in a silent auction, a two-night stay at a casino in Connecticut. And sure, I was going to do that. I thought I would be going with a boyfriend at the time, but we broke up. So, hey, I'll do that on my own. No problem at all. So I went to the casino by myself, and it included a free buffet. So I stood online for the buffet And just as I'm getting to the counter, there's a young guy ahead of me, and the hostess says, how many? And he says, one. And I'm standing behind him, and I've got like the little angel and devil thing going on my shoulders. Like, should I say something to him, or should I have dinner by myself again, or should I say something, or should I have like this? And I thought, "Ah, you know what? Fuck it. So I kind of like leaned around him a little bit, and I said, hey, you're dining by yourself. Do you mind if I join you? And he looks and he's like, no, that would be fine. 
Cool. So it became dinner for two with a complete stranger. So he sat down and told me about himself. And he was married and his wife was away from her visiting her native country and stuff. And so he'd go to the casinos a couple times while she was gone and things like that. And cool. And, you know, kind of what, what do you play here at the casino? So it was card games. So we talked a whole lot about blackjack and different versions of blackjack and pretty cool things like that. And I learned a lot. And there was a game that I learned, oh, I forget which one it was, but it was a version of blackjack. And he said, oh, I can teach you how to play it. Cool. All right. And I told him, you know, I won these two nights at a drawing, whatever, and that I was there and I had my room and stuff. And so we're chatting away. So we go play, oh, it was Spanish 21, which is, you know, Blackjack 21, but with kind of a variation to it. I can't remember exactly what it was. But we played, we went to table and we played for like probably an hour and actually did pretty well. And then at the end of the hour, we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, I think I'm done. You know, you're done. Yeah, that type of thing. Okay, cool. So then we're walking kind of towards the garage. And then he says to me, he goes, oh, can I see your room? And I looked at him and I'm like, that is such a lame opening line. I mean, can I come up to your room? You know, can I see your room? And I'm like, sure, sure. So then we go up to the room and it's got a few of my things there. You know, it was only two nights and it was quick and stuff. And he sits down in the chair there and, you know, being one to not beat around the bush. I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, so do you want to? just hang out or do you want to fuck? And he just gave me one of these nonverbal, like, well, what do you think looks? And I'm like, okay. Well, then I start looking in my bag for a condom or a couple of them. And lo and behold, it occurs to me, like the day before, I had rifled through my bag and given all of my rubbers away to a girlfriend who was going to hook up with somebody. So I had none with me, as in zero. And I just chuckled because I didn't tell him who I was at this. You know, I don't. Like I said at the beginning, I don't share that stuff. So I chuckled and I thought, if you only knew why this was so funny, you know, and I'm like, uh, okay, because I don't want to have sex without a condom. Okay, so so I thought, let me call up the hotel. And I call up and, you know, front desk or whoever, housekeeper or whatever. And I said, um, I know you have combs available, right? You know, you can get a comb, like if you forget yours, or shampoo and stuff like that, toothbrush. And, and they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you have condoms? And there was dead silence on the other line. And I'm like, you, so, okay. And, and they're like, uh, no. I said, okay, so you have a comb, toothbrush, but but you don't have something that could potentially save my life. And they're like, no, they probably have them in the gift shop. Well, of course I knew that. I'm like, okay, thanks, have a nice day, like this. And so I look at them and I'm thinking, I don't want to leave them in my room. You know, not that I had valuables or anything there, but I don't want to leave somebody I don't know in my room, okay? And I said, well, that's you know, do you mind coming down to the gift shop? He's like, no, that's fine. So actually I called the gift shop. I said, you've got condoms? He's like, yeah. And being the sex educator person, detailer that I am, I'm like, what brand? And I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. Cause I'm thinking what, why would that person know what brand? Right. But that's where I go into with my head. All right. So we both go down to the gift shop and 
outside the gift shop, he's like, do you mind if you go get them by yourself? And I just kind of look like, okay. So I go and get them. I freak. They were probably some shitty Trojan ones, but whatever. They were condoms. Better than not using anything. So I go pay for them. We go back to, to the room. And then we start getting busy. And he's, you know, takes off his pants and and things. And he was fumbling his wedding ring off, which I found kind of interesting. Just the psychology behind that. And yeah. And so I start doing the bump, 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 bump like that, giving him a blowjob. And he says to me, he goes, why does this stop when you get married? All right. So if you're married out there, do blowjobs, no matter who you're married to. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just kind of looked and gave him a, you know, like, oh, I don't know, answer. I'm not going to go diving into his personal life. But anyway, so we ended up having great sex with condom on and all that good stuff. So when we were done, of course, we wanted to take a shower because that's what they do to wash off the like sex that they just had. They probably thought they shouldn't have, whatever, whatever. So then he gets ready to leave. So I just hold him around, you know, around the waist. And I said, so do you want to exchange numbers or email? Or do you just want to leave this as a really fun time of what it was? And he says, I just want to leave this as the really fun time as it was. I said, that's great. Okay, hey. And as he walked out the door, I'm like, have a great day. See you later. Bye. As I'm waving down the hallway. And that was my fun escapade at the casino in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Here's another literally hot story. It was hot. It was really fucking hot. I was driving my car down the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, I see, told you I know New Jersey. And it was so hot, I had my hair up in ponytails, like high ponytails, like like five-year-old ponytails, like up there ponytails. And it was hot. I'm driving down the Turnpike, and I see this guy, this older guy with white hair and really freaking sexy guy driving like a Ford Explorer or something taller than my little car that I had. And we eye each other. And then I start kind of like licking my lips while I'm driving like that. And just kind of we're giving each other bedroom eyes. So I'd pass him, kind of look at him like that. He'd pass me, mm, look at me like that. And we were both getting so turned on. Then I realized I needed to hit the next rest area. So wound up that he was in front of me and I thought, I'm just going to turn off this rest area anyway. And lo and behold, he puts his turn signal on in front of me. Okay, I'm thinking, let the games begin. So he pulls into a parking space and me playing a little, you know, hard to get. I park a couple parking spaces away from him. 
He's out of his car and he's tall and he's handsome and he's got white hair and this gold wedding ring on. And me with my ponytails up because it was so hot. I walked towards him and I said, interesting drive, huh? He's like, yeah. I said, where are you going? He told me where. It was only a couple of exits away. I said I was headed to Philadelphia, even more exits away. I looked at him and I said, look, I got to pee. He goes, mind if I come in with you? I said, no, it's fine. So we, there was just so much tension between us. Like we could have just, oh. So I walked to the ladies' room. When he comes out, he's still standing there. I'm like, okay. So then we walk back to the cars, and he's leaning up against the car. And without mincing words, I said, do you want to fuck in your car or do you want to get a room? He said, let's get a room. Okay. And then I go to my car, and the window's down, and he's kind of kneeling outside the window like that. And he slips his hand through the window and under my shirt and grabs my nipple. He goes, will you follow me? I said, I sure will. He's like, okay. Oh, it got even hotter. Let me tell you, I was like, mm. I was moist as a snack cake, as they say. So I followed him. Now, this is the thing. I know New Jersey. I know what's off the exits. So I know this stuff. So it wasn't like I was being led into the woods or anything like that. I knew the exit that he was getting off at and stuff. You know, I was behind him. I'm like, okay, I know what's there. So he gets off an exit. I follow him. And it's some cheap flop house hotel, you know, off what the 202, I think, is the road or something like that. Anyway... So he goes into the office, gets a key, comes back out. He goes, the room's around the corner, follow me. I said, yeah, I have so far. So we go around, we park our separate cars, and I'm thinking, this is so crazy. And so, and I'm thinking, this is so fucking hot, because it was fucking hot outside. So... He's leading the way upstairs to the hotel room. It was an outdoor stairway. Puts the key into the door, and I'm right behind him. Opens the door, and the room is freezing cold from air conditioning. So it was our hot, sweaty bodies from being outside where it was hot, going into this ice-cold room. We go there. We start tearing each other's clothes off. He reaches into his pocket and throws a box of condoms on the nightstand. In the meantime, I had a few in my pocket anyway. And so I looked at him. I said, when did you get those? He goes, when you were in the restroom. And I thought, this is going to be such a fucking hot fuck. We had at it. So here I am sweating during sex in this ice-cold room. My hair is up in ponytails. We are fucking our brains out. I have my legs up over his shoulders. He's nailing me. And while I'm panting, I say to him, I said, have you ever been with a girl who shoots off? He's like, no. I said, you are now. 
And all of a sudden, I explode all over him. And we start sweating, and he shoots off. And I'm just, I just exploded. And so we're there panting, my legs still over his shoulders, and panting and panting. And then he says, you're fucking crazy. I looked at him and I said, and you're not? So then he gently put me back down on the bed, my shoulders down like that. He said, I'm going to grab a shower. Are you going to grab a shower? I said, no, I'm just going to get back on the road. So I put my clothes on. I closed the door and I never even got his name. Oh, yeah. It was hot. And now it's time for Joke of the Podcast. Yay, the moment you've all been waiting for. All right, so there's a mom and she's walking with her little kid. And a little kid sees a butterfly. And all of a sudden, he stamps the butterfly out. He's like squishing it with his foot. The mom is horrified. She says, Matthew, just for doing that, no butter for you for a year. And Matthew looks up at her and says, Geez, glad it wasn't Pussy Willow. Eh, eh, eh. There you go. Joke of the podcast. <laughs> and here is the listener question for the podcast today. And if you've got a question, just email Kim Ayers sex chat that's got two S's in it at gmail.com and I'll answer it. So here's the question. Dear Kim, I've been living with my boyfriend for two years, and the other day I walked into the bathroom while he was showering and noticed that he was masturbating pretty frantically in the shower. I was a little puzzled because I live with him. Is there something wrong with him for doing that? Am I being not a good girlfriend? I am confused and I don't understand. Good question. All right, this is a whole big thing, is masturbating when you have a partner. Whew. Well, first of all, masturbation is normal. So we'll get that out of the way. There'll be another podcast, actually quite a few coming up for May is Masturbation Month. And so it's perfectly normal behavior. Now, this is a whole thing. I find it more common with guys masturbating because I think guys actually masturbate more often. Now, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that want to prove me wrong and go right ahead, please. But the thing is, is that the male sex organ, also known as a penis on penis owners, it is, it extends outwardly. It's right there. I mean, a guy can close his eyes, reach down and it's right there. Okay. Us girls, we have to kind of go spelunking to find our hot spot on the inside. If you're one of those inside girls, or go reaching through the folds in order to get that mighty clitoris. But guys, it's like right there. So I think guys masturbate, start masturbating at a really young age. And that's how they discover themselves sexually. I mean, that's pretty much proven and everything. So when a guy's masturbating, it doesn't mean that their partner is not providing them what they want. It's kind of like their comfort go-to of like, oh, this feels really good. I'm just going to do this and probably ejaculate, you know, especially in the shower. It doesn't really matter what you do or where and how and stuff. So, so that's it. It's perfectly normal to do that. So don't feel like you're not providing 
services or you're inadequate. It has nothing to do with that for sure. And actually, you know, and I'll talk about this during May's Masturbation Month because I got a whole lot of really cool podcasts coming up for that. Um, just it's like I said, it's normal, but you can also incorporate masturbation into some really hot sex sessions. Uh huh. huh. Yeah, like mutual masturbation. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So don't worry about them doing that. It's totally natural. Give him the confidence so he doesn't feel guilty for doing that and being caught doing that because it has nothing to do with that. Say, sweetie, have a good time in the shower. Let me know if you need some lubricant, you know, because it might make it easier for him. I don't know. Maybe just use soap. I don't know. But yeah, so encourage it. Say it's totally fine. It's totally natural. And, and that's great. And I want to see you do more of it. And I want to see you do it in front of me. Ooh. Okay, so that answers that question. If you have any other burning questions you want to ask me, Kim Ayers, just email me, kimairssexchat at gmail.com. Thanks. Hey, sign up for the Kim Ayers Sex Chat email list for the month of March, and you'll be eligible to win a vibrator from Cal Exotics. It's the Slay Thrill Me. It's really pretty. It's a light turquoise color. And it's got a nice knobbed tip for pinpoint vibrations. It's 10 functions of vibration, pulsation, and escalation. Of course, it's rechargeable, easy to use push button control. It's silicone and it's really beautiful. Mm, I really like this vibe. And it can be yours when you sign up for the confidential email list. Just shoot me an email. Kim Ayers sex chat that has two S's in it at gmail.com during the month of March and you'll be eligible to win a sleigh thrill me vibrator from grandopening.com and our sponsor Cal Exotics. Thanks. And here is your special sex toy review from sex chat with Kim Ayers. Mm, yeah. And all products featured are on grandopening.com's website. That's yours truly. And I'll give you a discount code at the end of this presentation of this fabulous toy that I'm reviewing. It's made by Cal Exotics. It's one of our sponsors for the show. And it's a product called MyPod. Now, the reason why I say it's a product is, yeah, it's a vibrator, but it's so much more than that. It's basically kind of a little bit of a lipstick size. It's kind of, if you combined like a lipstick and finger size, so fingers down to the knuckles. So it's a little bit longer than that. Really simple button at the bottom of it. It's rechargeable, of course. Super quiet. All right, there you go. It's got 10 speeds and functions. Ooh, hard plastic, super, super strong. So this is an excellent, excellent clitoral external vibe. You can use it for penis owners, all sorts of stuff like that. It's an ABS plastic, pretty strong. But then that's where the comparison ends with any other vibrator. You ready? The charging case is also a sanitizer for the toy. So it's called MyPod for a reason. It's kind of um, 
maybe about mm, kind of like an older cell phone size. You know, it's rounded. Totally looks like an AirPod charger. That's about double the size of an AirPod charger. And it charges and sanitizes your toy. I mean, how cool is that? There's a built-in UV sanitizing light, and it cleans it within 20 minutes, and it charges right in the case. It's a magnetic charge, so there's no wires or anything like that. The vibrator itself is waterproof. That's another plus. It's got a year warranty. This is an awesome, awesome toy. This is great for when you're traveling, especially maybe internationally, uh, because, you know, it's got the plug, which is a USB plug, so you don't need to worry about what you're plugging it into and all that good stuff. It's really clever. We have it available at grandopening.com. It's the MyPod, M-Y-P-O-D by Cal Exotics. And I love this toy. Like I said, it's really portable. It's super nice to hold. I'm like holding it in my hand right now. Mm, yeah, I could be holding it other places too. Yeah, but I like this for my review, holding it in my hands. Otherwise, it'll be a really long review and you're going to hear me moaning and groaning and all that good stuff. So when you want this lovely vibrator and you want to get a nice discount on it, just enter my pod. When you check out, there's a white one available, which really looks like any kind of Mac Apple product, and a black one, which is pretty damn sexy. So you'll get the discount code for each of those. All right. So let's say it's my pod white for a white one. Enter that as your discount code for a white one and my pod black because they're really specific discounts for either one. So if you want a white my pod, enter my pod white at checkout. And if you want a black one, enter my pod black for a discount at checkout from grandopening.com. Get this. It's totally an awesome toy. From Cal Exotics, the MyPod. Thanks. Thanks.